We're back with an, another episode of the Bauer Hour here today with me is COO, author, photographer, Lexi Ray. Yes. How are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> good? Are you a little shy right now? No, I'm just, I just kept thinking about how I'm really going to wing this. I mean, that's the best conversations to have. Yeah, we all have conversations. I, I got nothing like conversations that you like plan to have. Like if you're like going to see a friend or talk, Hey, I got to talk to you when you get that text and you're like, yeah. uh, doesn't, it never goes. I'm thinking about plan. everything. Yeah. It just okay. goes really badly. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> so you're out in Scottsdale now moved from Charlotte. How's yes. it been out there? I like it. Honestly, it's probably one of the best decisions I've made last year. Um, it was a very, sporadic decision but it honestly was for the best i enjoy it a lot it's chaotic um but i find i have more of a structure here for myself so well chaotic's kind of good sometimes you kind of need that if yeah. life's boring you're just kind of walking through it yeah. waking up what's chaotic about it so you said well chaotic but it was like sporadic that you moved because i met you you're in charlotte and it's Kind of funny how we met. <laughs> uh, Over Facebook Marketplace? Facebook Marketplace, my first day in Charlotte. Yeah. Second day, maybe. I needed uh -huh. like uh, something to put some clothes in. And you had something on Facebook yeah. Marketplace. And I came and picked it up. Yeah. And I was like, me and my friends are going to grab beers at a brewery later. Do you want to come? Yeah. <laughs> that was so classic. I mean, I feel like you meet the best people in the most random times. I'm just happy you weren't like a creep. To be yeah, honest, I mean, I, that was really like I was winging it. I, I didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. Is, is that don't do what I do, but <laughs> don't do what I do or say, or say what I say, but it kind of works out sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Well, it seems like that's kind of how you live your life. It's kind of what I'm getting to is like maybe not winging it. The best word to say for life, but you're a one way girl like you'll book a one way somewhere. I feel like. I have many times. <laughs> many times. So what made you move? Those have been good life lessons. Has it? Should we dive into that? Oh, yeah. Should we dive into the life lessons you got from a one-way trip? Okay, wait. What's the first question you're going to ask? I don't know. What's the biggest <laughs> what's the most like biggest life lesson you've learned out of a one-way trip? Um be very minimal. You need less than what you think. Because you kind of gather so much along the way, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, I mean, there were many times when I lived out of just one suitcase. It was a carry-on, so Damn, I made it. Where were you living? Were you living on a beach somewhere with a bunch of bathing suits or what? How would you fit anything in it? Yeah, I know. I mean, I, to be honest, I don't know how I did a lot of things. Um, but <laughs> it was when I went to – I used to live in New York and – I used to live in Mexico and I mean, it was, it was just a lot to be honest. I, I, I moved to those places because I just had opportunities. So I went there and then I just decided to stay there. Love that. Um, yeah. Worked out great. <laughs> and, and so, um, and then I just, I think making those decisions and booking the one ways was, Honestly, a um, terrifying decision, but I'm always one to say you need to move out of your hometown and get away and kind of do something a little crazy. 
100 percent agree i uh yeah. kind of did the same thing when i moved to maui uh, I went and visited for two weeks and then I came home. I booked a one way like a week later, but it is scary, especially it's fun and exciting, like leading up to it. And then like a week before you're supposed to do this, you're like, shit, my whole life's going to change. Um, see, I'm a type of person, like I don't feel any type of way until it's actually happening or it actually has happened because I doubt a lot of things like, oh, and it, it won't fall through or something. But when it does, then that's when I'm like, you know, I should probably make a plan for myself, <laughs> you know, in, in some sort of way. Not all things, but m most things. Yeah, so most out. things kind of just fall into place, too, if you're like an open person um, to opportunity yeah. and a good person in general. It's, everything kind of just falls into place and in how it's supposed to. And I feel like that's kind of what you're falling into in Scottsdale right now. I see you're out just like yeah. living. You're living. I, you know, it's funny. I had someone message me uh, a few days ago or more than a few days ago. And, or, you no, know, it was more than a few days ago. It was when I was in Mexico. And she said, uh, you were honestly living your best life. Do you have any advice to just level up and i mean to be honest the i've been hearing more feedback about the way i'm living my life the way i'm carrying myself this and that when i've just kind of poured myself more into my faith with god so my thing is like i put my faith first my love for myself second and then so my dog <laughs> for sure my dog is really there yeah he's up there has to be so your faith um what are you catholic christian uh Buddhist? um so my upbringing that's so funny i was just watching a show and they made a, a funny joke about being buddhist but uh all good things <laughs> but my upbringing was uh christian i would say uh but i am russian and italian and i've as i've grown up and I feel more connected being Russian Orthodox, uh, Orthodoxy and Catholic people. It kind of just used to be one, but then separate for their own reasons. Uh, I'll keep that separate because we're not here to talk about all that. But um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I feel more connected in that. Um, and so I just kind of say dive deep into your faith and have good morals, to be honest. Yeah, you got to have, you know, good... have boundaries for yourself and, you know, don't overstep those boundaries because you think like oh fuck it you know yeah do you think i feel like the boundaries <laughs> thing is something a lot of people don't understand for themselves um setting boundaries is huge i've no i've realized that over the last like just say three years i would be like always the guy to say yes or put myself in situations or environments where i really wasn't stoked to be there but i was there to show face or yeah. keep up to the standard of who I was like socially and so I always felt yeah. like I needed to be at the get together the Super Bowl part anything I'd always be like yeah like we got to go and show up because that, that was like yeah. who I was but now it's make like an yeah like just make appearance show face and I'm like now I'm just like I'm good there's since I've been in charge yeah, you're not missing much yeah I'm like I've been sober this whole month of January and I've still been yeah. out with some friends but Good for you. It's been chill. Like, I'm not really feeling like I'm missing out on too much. 
of anything. Yeah, for sure. I'm missing out on a hangover, which I don't really need in my life right right at the moment. For real. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I can't say the same. You know, living in Arizona, um, I, I have my job working uh, the art gallery, my photography, my web designing, videography, you know, all the art stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but on the side, just for the good extra cash, I work in a nightclub. Really? And... Yeah. I, I did I didn't know that. I've seen it. Uh what nightclub are you working at? Casamigos. <laughs> in Old Town Scottsdale. Talk about a name. Casamigos. Uh, I I mean I love Casamigos. I Big tequila guy, so it will be my first Thank drink you. on Friday the first. It will be Casamigos. So what's the nightlife like out there? So you're working in it. What's it like being so like a bottle service type of deal? <laughs> Basically, my job is to get men to have a good time and spend money. Okay, so you're the, uh, let's say, host? Yeah. Okay. Okay. What? My mind's all over the place right now. So. But when I I feel like when you say host, I mean, it is host, most definitely, right? But um, I I feel like that's like thinking of a restaurant. Yeah. Well, like in a club, like a host is like someone, or if like you're a host at. Okay. Well, you know, there's VIP hosts and then there's door hosts. Yeah. I'm VIP since I'm I'm over 21. Yeah. So my job is to go to the tables and basically have a good time and drink with them Yeah, and have them spend money. Is that kind of, I mean, what's it? I need a story out of this, but has any, I, I need a story or two. I mean, I don't know if. Oh you, my god! Like I need so, something. Give me something. I know. Give me something. Um. So when I uh, going back a little bit though, talking about like making appearance and not missing out on much, um, this and that, you know, the life, nightlife. Um, when I was living in Charlotte, it was a lot of wanting to make an appearance just to make an appearance. It's like I knew of a lot of people, but I didn't know. A lot of people right you, know? you didn't have like the deep connection with a lot of people yeah and there's a big difference with that and i have to say with just within the last six months i've learned a lot about my own boundaries and the difference of like genuine people and people that are just there for something yeah they're um, they're trying to pull value from the situation in their own benefit yeah almost. most definitely and so uh, when i was living in charlotte i just i wasn't hanging out with the right people don't get me wrong. There are very genuine people that I have met along the way that I have, have kept in contact. I was about to say that uh, was shot at me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yo, sorry. Yeah, I totally forgot about that too. Um, but no, but I would say majority of it was like a big life lesson. Um, and the nightlife, I realized like I, it was a lot of ew. Yeah, like. <laughs> Nightlife in Charlotte, big icks. It was just icks because, like, I'm a big energy person, you know? And if I don't fuck with you, I don't fuck with you, and you will really realize that right off the bat. But I would see certain people, and I'd catch certain things, and I just would be like, you know, the moment, like, what am I doing right now? Yeah, you kind of are Why am I here? yeah, and I I just caught a lot of that from people that I I knew in in Charlotte and you know all love and everything, but just you know everyone has their own type of people mm-hmm. that they connect with on an energy basis or energy level or whatever you know. 
totally so agree. When I moved to Arizona and I now not only work in the nightlife, and you know what? I had a roommate in the past tell me, you would never survive working in nightlife because you are too nice. Like I just let people back to the boundaries. I wouldn't have my own boundaries, so I would just be pass, you know, very passive aggressive. Kind of just like, also, in a way, let people walk all over you, guide me yeah. without being a leader for myself. But what's funny is that since I've moved here, I've had people say like, "Oh man, don't even try her. She's the bitch." Uh. Or, you. <laughs> Why do you have a resting bitch face or whatever? I know they mean well, you know, right. but I do. Um, but I've only been hearing that a lot more in the last six months. And I think that's because I've really, I've found a lot of my confidence and um, not even found, but I had to build it back up from it being broken down. And we'll get into that, you know? Yeah. But, um, I think when I built it back up, I, I built it even stronger. Was it like your and so? No, I was, gonna, um, I was just gonna ask. Was one of your like your building, like say building blocks, going back to your faith and going back to just pouring the energy into yourself? Um, yes, a big one. Um, but a even bigger one would be saying no. And, and not going back. Yeah, like actually when you say no, not being able to be talked into it again or not like going Like having back. the boundaries to cut off all, all um, ties that you have within that event, that person, that moment, that whatever it is, that feeling. Um, but not just like in a toxic way, just like saying, you know, bye. Yeah, you're not ghosting. Like, Are you ghosting? No, not ghosting. Just like I've learned to be just straight up communicate. Yeah. Communicating just is just communicate. Just communicate, it people. That's just all we need. Saying the things that nobody wants to say and that the other person doesn't want to hear because the person saying it is scared of how the outcome is gonna be, like, oh, I'm scared of this, whatever. But I've learned to just whatever happens, happens. You kinda of just have to face it. Mm -hmm. You don't have a choice. You know. Yeah, and that's kind of like I wish more people knew and understood that or would do that because we just hold these like people, relationships, friendships and not say things. And it, we just like don't say things because we're scared of how things yeah. are going to happen. But it's like then it just gets built up, built up, built up, and then you explode. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like most people just – just don't have the balls to just say how they feel. And it's kind of frowned upon almost to like say what you're thinking sometimes, like in the social. Most stuff. definitely. You're like, Why are you telling me that I'm being a bitch? Like if it's a girl and girl, like your girlfriend's like, dude, you're being a bitch. Like chill out. Like some girls just don't say that to their friends. They're just like, in keep enabling them. Same with guys. Like we'll just keep enabling them to do whatever, act like an idiot. But that's a whole yeah. nother tangent I can go on. No, yeah. Yeah. So many little tiny things off of like a big thing. Yeah. So what, what, um, have you had a guy like approach you? Like, what do guys say to you at the club to like, obviously they're hitting on you. Like, has any, what's the best pickup line, I guess, that you've heard over there? Oh, God. 
<laughs> Wait, do you have a boyfriend? I think right I now? have better pickup lines than the guys. What's your dude, pickup line? Give me one of your pickup lines. Pick me up right now. You know, I can't even say that I have one that I use that I would say like, oh, it works. It's just like I have to go off of whatever happening in that moment. So are you a believer? Most of the time, it's just like I, I walk up and, you know, you have like a 6'3 to 6'5, depending on the type of heel I'm wearing. <laughs> and they just turn around and they just go, Jesus Christ. <laughs> to, so I don't even have to say anything. And then from there, they're just like, so uh, did you play basketball? Yeah. Standard. It's like, I know. It's such a standard thing for a guy to say to any woman that's tall. It's like, did you play basketball or volleyball? My thing is, when they ask me how tall I am, I'll be like, why? You want to dance? Oh, I like that. And if they say no, it's, I mean, if they say no, they don't like to dance, but. No, most of the time they say yes, and then I go, okay, well, then you need to find a dance partner your height. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, obviously, are these guys shorter than you at this point? Is that what you're saying? I mean, you get the few that are pretty tall, you know. I like that you go up to guys, though, because I talked to to some girls about this the other day that, I don't know, 21, 22, that, were, that we recorded a podcast. And we're like, I was like, hey, you guys need to, like, go chase the guys, too, because that guy might not come up to you and it could be the guy for you. Like, no, I just don't really know how to do that. I'm like, I've, we appreciate it. We appreciate, guys appreciate when a woman will come up and just shoot her shot because you're yeah. one in a million right now. You set yourself apart from everybody in the room. Yeah, I'm all for it, you know. Shoot your shot. Yeah, I just keep thinking about there are girls that I see in the club for sure shooting their shot. And it just goes bad, and I just witnessed the entire thing. I'm like, that's awkward. That made me cringe. But we'll move on, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, that's all you so can do. Awkward. I get really bad secondhand embarrassment. Oh, do oh, you? Oh, man. Really I thought bad. you were going to say you give, you give really bad advice, and I was about to say, oh, that'd be tough. I mean, I don't know. Are you giving the girls? Like are you giving the girls? That, you and the girls, I feel like you got to work with a lot of girls that are just smoke shows. At a club. Oh, for sure. They're all beautiful. It, oh my God. They're all beautiful. And I'm like, you girls probably have such a good time. Oh, for, you know, working in the nightlife in Scottsdale, it's, it's a lot of fun. Okay. And what I mean by chaotic, it's just, it's a hit or miss. You never know what you're going to get. I feel like when I lived in Charlotte, personally, I always knew what to expect. Right. Um, but in Arizona, you know, it's a place that, a lot of people go to retire. So a lot of like athletes, you know, mm -hmm. um, you just have a lot of rich men, the girls say here, and they're just, you don't know who's going to come in because our tables, you know, they go from like 1500 to it doesn't stop really. Right. I, and the bottle prices are so, so different because we have the bottle prices I mean, we have a bottle that goes up to $100,000. What bottle is that? Um, the Ace. Oh, yes. I know what you're but about. I don't know how big it is, and I don't want to try to butcher that for you yeah. and get it wrong. I uh, actually have some boys. Huge Ace bottle. I got some boys going out to Scottsdale for a bachelor party in a couple months, I think. The... Are you not going to come with them? Uh, I can't... So I got like second hand invited for my boy Casey Lamb. Um, he was like, dude, you should come out. It's our, 
I met the guy who was getting married through him on Maui. Great guy. Um, so I wasn't like invited by the guy. Oh, but also, I would never would expect to be invited. I met him, hung out oh, with him yeah. like for a week. And like we still stay in contact and stuff. But um, if they go out to Tahoe, I think uh, I would definitely be sending them your way because they have a good time. And we're back with Wednesday Adams, folks. It's funny because oh, this is, I just really noticed this. You're wearing all black. My One of my really good friends in Tahoe named Lexi, black all the time. It must be in the name. It's, it's I don't know real she, name, d- but... dark hair well she, your real name is Alexis or Alexa Alexis that's her real name too wow so I'm just putting one two three the math's mathing for the kid over here that's all I'm saying I don't know if there's a Lexi like... out there that wears anything but black call me get you on the pot <laughs> <laughs> prove the theory get us wrong. all on the podcast <laughs> yeah get all Lexis on the podcast five Lexis one pod you know what's funny is I want to get this tattoo, L5, and it's live life lavish like Lexi. Ooh. And I actually came up with that when I was in boarding school. When I was boarding school? 17. What the hell? Were yeah. you, you got sent off to boarding school? Yeah. Little bad girl? No. What, well, where, well, where'd you go to boarding okay, school? Okay, so here's here's my little, thing. My thing is like... You have to work. You, go ahead. Do I have to? Keep going. No, but my thing is, like, you are who you hang out with, okay? 100%. And my mom at the time knew that if I continued to hang out with this person or these people, I would just be down a different path. Yeah, and that's very true. You're a product of your surroundings. For all you guys hanging out with the wrong crowd, get the hell out of there and run. (laughs) Run as far as you can. Yeah, for real. Get a one-way ticket. Get a one-way ticket. Yeah, get a one-way ticket. <laughs> so you went to boarding school for how long? Um, Like a, a year. year? Did you have like an 8 o'clock curfew? Like what is boarding school like? Oh, God. 7 o'clock curfew. You know what's so crazy is that a lot of it um, I blocked out from just trauma. I didn't go there in the best way. Yeah. Um. I was like a little Paris Hilton moment. My mom pulled a little, yeah, oh. yeah, but it's fine. But I have to say it was probably the best decision my mom made for me, hands down. Parents know best I met and you don't think that they do. Really, yeah, I met a really amazing people um, and I needed it. It was also a place where I was able to deal with the death of my dad kind of just work through that so i had like a built-in therapist 24 7 that's kind of nice yeah i mean especially when a little you're going... overstimulating sometimes but yeah but dealing with that at 17 your death of your father or no he died when i was 10 oh okay it wasn't like before you went over there so you're still kind of i mean obviously at 10 years old it's pretty impressionable stage of life yeah. So can I ask how it was like in teenage years, not having like that father figure in your life to like the disciplinary part of that? Maybe is that why you kind of were hanging out with the wrong crowd? Oh, uh, you know, what's funny. The crowd that I was hanging out with were people that knew my dad. Okay. So like I grew up with them, you know, uh, so I wouldn't say it's that. Um, I would say it was because I was way more of a follower than a leader at the time. So I followed whatever the big 
fancy crowd did, you know? Um, Keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah, tried. Didn't work out. Got sent away. <laughs> but That's when all the but, wonders uh, started happening. Yeah, that's when it really <laughs> happened. Um, no, grow, growing up with a dad, you know, you have the people that truly understand what it's like and then the people that just automatically say, oh, you have daddy issues. Various kinds of daddy issues. Let's just get that clarified. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like... And all blessings, you know, it wasn't like he just up and left me um, by choice. Right. It was more of God's choice to have his time be. But, uh, yeah, it was more about having that male figure to kind of give you the advice, like, from the other side. Different perception. A different point of view. Yeah, for sure. And... Um, um, I don't know. Well, and I, it, it was my mom took on such a strong role. My mom is so strong that it almost, I, it almost, I don't know the difference. Yeah, I guess. I feel like too, like that different perception or point of view, because um, guys know fathers know how guys are too at sixteen, yeah. seventeen, and just like having someone there to like, okay, like mom thinks like this, and your mom probably took on a role of father as well. And that's hard for her. So she's like, how do I do, how do I be like the nurturing mother? And how do I tell her, get the fuck back home? You can't be out past 10 or whatever, so to speak. That's how my parents were anyway. So actually it was my mom that was telling me I couldn't stay out late. My dad was like, yeah, yeah, go out there, go do your your thing, dude. I was always go to my, my dad to like get out of any kind of trouble that I was in with my mom. Cause my mom was shot up to her. She fucking hard ass dude. It was nuts. Yeah. Um, do you think like the boarding school thing obviously like shaped you into a different path? And then where was that at? Did that lead you to Charlotte? How did you end up in Charlotte? And what made you like decide to move from Charlotte? Like, I'm like so confused on how you got um, down here. So my, my, the boarding school is in uh, Lafayette, Indiana. Are you from um, Indiana? No. Lafayette, Indiana. I am born and raised from Portland, Oregon um real portlander they say trailblazers but yeah you're a trailblazer (laughs) um no comment no comment (laughs) wait are you dating someone on the trailblazers no 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 (laughs) no god no i had my one person that i dated that was an athlete but i wouldn't say he was anywhere like he was the overseas, you know? Yeah. How was that dating long long distance? Overseas. Like, he's overseas, you're in a... Oh, no. When we dated, it was... He was in town. Oh, okay. Because I was about to say, that'd be tough. I don't know. I'm so happy it didn't happen, though. <laughs> yeah. I, sounds like you guys are not together. Yeah. What was the question that you asked me? I asked you, uh, how do you made it to Charlotte from Portland, Oregon? Oh, yeah. So... Our boarding um, school. No, that was... Boarding school is in Lafayette, Indiana. Okay. I'm from Portland, Oregon. And um, when I left boarding school, the day after I turned 18, uh, I came back to Portland, Oregon. And I lived with my brother, actually. I shared a room with my two-year-old nephew and my nephew that was just born. But, you know. Damn. It it was good. It was such a blessing to have them. Um, My brother had two rules in the house. You have car insurance. 
and birth control. <laughs> Smart. Shout out to your brother. I know, honestly. Um, and I think actually me coming back from such a structured place because the boarding school was like you had chores, um, you had church, you this, that, whatever, you know, school. Um, him only having given me two rules, I really had to advocate for myself. Mm-hmm. And I had to, I, I utilized that structure I learned to my everyday life, actually. Like waking up, automatically making my bed, um, you know, getting in my exercise, this and that. Just like the basic things, but it makes the biggest change in everyday life. Yeah, like you your know? daily habits are just way better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's... So um, when I, I lived in Portland and then I moved actually to New York okay. for photography work to shoot with uh, some agencies out there, like their models. Uh, what I do is I kind of I take photos of the models uh, that kind of need to build a portfolio um, or that need completely new ones. Okay. Um, so we kind of just like revamp your whole look and book. We go through that. Um, and then I stayed there and then I bounced around. I went all over. Yeah, really. that's okay. fair. But my favorite place is Mexico. I used to live in Puerto Vallarta. Oh, really? I know. Yes. Puerto Vir- I have a it story was... for you about Puerto Vallarta after you tell me. Yeah? Oh, I did. Oh, God. I love it. It's beautiful. Except one thing that I've learned uh, with my own eyes, too, right in front of me. If you have, like, your phone out in front of you and you're on the street, right, bikers will come by and just snatch it. That's insane. From your hands. I know. It was really sad. Yeah. RIP to that lady. They took her bag too. Oh no! I was stressed. I got I, I got that. robbed there too. Was, yeah, mm, is that the story? I mean, that yeah. It's one of many. Yeah, I got robbed first night. Me and the homies were there. Didn't get robbed really. They got kind of. We were out cl- at this club having a good time, dancing, blah blah. We were le- everyone wanted to leave, but my homie was like, "Dude, let's go back to the club. Like, I don't want to go back to the the resort." One friend. Yeah, and he never is that one friend. It's usually me. So I'm like, all right, we'll go back. We're walking back to the club after we get him back into taxis. And we get stopped by a promoter of a strip club. Okay. So the boys go to a strip club. Next thing you know, we're oh, in a little yeah. back room. We're in a room, a little VIP room. Uh, and uh, yeah. they're like, you got to get these bottles, whatever. And we're like, all right, this is our first night in Puerto Vallarta, like all together. The first night I was there by myself, I had to lie and tell him I was my friend to get into the room anyways. But besides the fact, we go in this room, but you have to get a bottle to go in there. We're like, all right, whatever. So we yeah. get some girls in this VIP room and we like pick out, a, we're cheap as fuck. Like, I'm traveling for like three months at this point. I'm like, we'll get a $300 bottle of fucking whatever this is. I don't really care. It's all it takes. Next thing you know. Another bottle comes in. We got like the guys are in there, hang, like asking us if we need anything. And so we go to leave at 4 a.m. Our bill was 1200 bucks. And we're like, yeah. damn, this is the first night. We're like, dude, how's it 1200 bucks? We got two bottles that were 300 bucks. They're like, no, do you really think they basically held our IDs hostage until we could pay? My buddy's card wouldn't go. Really? Th- yeah, my buddy's card didn't go through because we're out of the country. My card doesn't go through because we're out of the country and it's 4 a.m. 
I get a text, is this you? And I'm like, yes. Like, sad face. Sadly. <laughs> yes. Next day, I, me and my buddy are at the pool just like two-for-one cocktails. <laughs> we're just doing okay. – we're so upset. But, yeah, by Puerto Rico, story is like us first night literally just – I because it was basically like almost a free trip. I'm like, it was brutal. The, yeah, how'd that free trip turn out for you? I mean, first night kind of blew <laughs> – Blew the load, no pun intended. Uh, it happens. It does. It does. And it was fine. It was a great story for us to tell and laugh back on. But yeah, those damn club promoters. That's you. No, I blame I'm not, on no. people like you. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. no. So, you know, to be honest and to be real, I the promoters pretty. They annoy me. They're just always like in their own world. Yeah, I mean. Takes a definitely I don't know like, person what's to acceptable that. to say and what's not. And it's, everything's <laughs> off the table. There's nothing you can't say unless you don't want to. Oh That's the God. best part of the podcast here. Well, I don't know. It's not like the people will know that. Well, I don't know. Some people might listen anyway, to it. Yeah. Yeah. They're just in their own world, off their own stuff, doing their own thing. Let's, it's like, I'm going to let you do you from over there, and I'm going to do me from like way over here. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to just stay over right here, here in my lane. Uh, I get off the topic of the promoters in the strip club. I don't need to talk about that anymore. My mom will kill me. I mean, I love kidding. strip clubs. I went to Portland. I went back home that's one the, time. That's and the, I was the with my capital cousin. of strip clubs is Portland, Oregon. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Portland. <laughs> Maybe I've been to all of them where I'm just like, ah, I feel like you could, you could definitely find better ones. No, trust me. you can, but like, that's like the most strip clubs per capita is Portland, Oregon. Right on. That's a fun fact of the day. So sad to be known for that, but <laughs> my own opinion. Um, I went to the strip club with my cousin Brittany, and <laughs> just having a great time. And at a Portland strip club, I spent eleven hundred dollars. Oh shit! At a Portland strip club. Hard to do. I wasn't even in like Miami or anything. <laughs> would have been. It would have been eleven grand in Miami. It would no. It just would have been way better. Yeah, it would have been way. But better. apparently, I was having a great time. But I will say um, that was just, um, I don't know, a night a that night. happened. You got to have a night like that. Every that I'm told while. about, actually. Yeah, usually, yeah. it's usually how it goes. To be honest. Yeah. So no. Yeah. When you like talked about your like photography before I went on a tangent, how did you? Have, were you always in the like? How did you find your passion? photography and and how do like because it's not really a job so to speak that a lot of people go down but you're seeing more and more of it photography is actually such a freaking job um i wanted to watch more profanity there by the way you're welcome (laughs) um photography actually everything you see every campaign um every billboard this yeah. that I mean it's all photography. Um so there has to be a photographer for it. Right. We wouldn't be up there if there wasn't. Um so I got into photography. I was always told, my mom told me that I always loved taking photos. Um I would always just take photos of what I saw, um and the things around me, people around me, this and that or whatever, right? Um and I started out using just like film cameras. Um Love those things. But, yeah, right? Right on. But um, 
I did modeling in Portland. Um, I shot with like Nike. I did like live events. Um, I did a lot of fashion shows just because I'm tall and built like a 12 year old boy. <laughs> Blessings. I love my body. Um, but uh, I, I don't see myself the way that other people see me. So I never liked any of the photos. I just did it honestly because I needed to make money for myself. And um, I respected the networks that I made and the connections where I still have a lot of them, mm -hmm. you know, um, and genuine ones. Um, but I, I got to a point where when I was, when I got sent away to boarding school, I didn't know I was getting sent away. It was a whole thing. So I stopped it cold Turkey, right. Uh, modeling. And then when I came back, I basically said, rather than being someone's vision or being the vision of whatever is needing to be done, I'd rather create the vision. Um, I also struggle with rosacea. So when I thought of, this is truly how I got into black and white photography was because I struggle with rosacea and I rosacea, think I what, what is rosacea? Is that the, like the blood, like, like your rosy cheeks? It's like just a lot of blood comes to the surface and you turn red. Oh. real red and when I was younger I had a real issue with that because and I, I used to not have confidence you know and I would turn red all the time over the slightest things someone said my name oh my god red oh no you know but but um I've learned to just control it you know but I have my moments um but so in color photos whenever I got really hot or I had so many eyes on me during a shoot mm -hmm. and I didn't like it. I got embarrassed, photo shy, whatever, you know, turn red. And in photos, they're like, oh, we love the red. It's so cute. It's so natural. Yeah, and you didn't I like it. I hated it. But in black and white photos, you never saw it. Love that. So that's how I actually started shooting more black and white because rather than just like seeing it in color, like, you know, the beauty that people have, I'd rather just see in black and white, just like making like, Vision it for yourself. What do you think it is? What do you think her eye color is? You yeah, know? it kind of gives more power um, to the person observing it. Yeah, so, basically. Kind of. Yeah, and I kind of, I like to keep myself, um, I mean, I don't know if it looks like it, but I like to keep myself pretty private. Like there are a lot of moments in life that I see and people have like, oh, this photo with this person, blah, blah. And it's so funny because when I lived in Charlotte, it was like all these people would post all these photos. And it's like, little did you know, I was the one behind the camera taking the photo. Yeah, like you or, were there. Or like I was there, but I was just never shown. And I always kind of liked that because I didn't need to be in everyone's face, you know? Yeah. Do you think like on that topic, do you feel like a lot of people are like that where they show their highlights and they want to be seen and get the validation of, Oh, you're living. Most definitely. I think that's what a lot of in social media is. And I've been a victim of that, Most like not a victim, but I've been definitely. a culprit of it. Like, Oh, I'm on this trip or that. But I really love what you said, like being in like secrecy or just moving behind the camera instead. Yeah. Like, behind the scenes. It's just so nice to not have people know everything about what's going on. And it also makes you appreciate yeah. 
those moments that you do have because you remember them because there's days I don't, I don't remember like some of the best parts of my life because I took photos of it in my eyes. I took photos of it and just put it up on my Instagram yeah. my story. And then it was like, Oh, everyone knows what I did. And I don't talk about it ever again. I don't like build the story to tell somebody. Yeah. I just like, Oh, picture in Dubai. Cool. I've been there. Everyone knows I've been there. Like stuff like that. Yeah. Like that that's kind of how it is. You know what's funny? It's like, have you ever seen that meme or that video where it's like um that one friend that always captures everything, but you really appreciate them? I'm like that one friend that has pictures to send to everybody. I love that. You know? I want a friend like that. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this looks good. <laughs> Except when it's like they take it of me. I look like Slenderman. Slenderman. <laughs> yeah. Bro, I'm not kidding. You actually, so you, like, you said that so seriously, and I'm just, like, laughing. Like, I just, you're like, uh, I'm being dead serious. You know, okay. I've been working out in the gym, and I will oh. give my credit. I have been Good. consistent. You look great. What do you mean? Like, I, I get no, it. No, okay, but listen. listen. I got to ask you about dating in Scottsdale, too, after this. Yes. Perfect. Going off of body. Yeah. <laughs> quick segue but no i really was built like a 12 year old boy okay flat bootay two by four bootay. when i was in high school when i was in high school okay okay i played volleyball oh to shocker but who would have thought the spandex shorts that we had to wear oh I got made fun of, and people called me Miley Cyrus. Okay, oh, do you know why they called me Miley Cyrus? Because long legs, no booty. No. Or why? <laughs> do you remember the VMA performance with the foam finger? No, I'm gonna have to look that up. Or when plug she had like the short blonde hair. I gotta look this. People up. like she was wearing this spandex outfit, and she turned around, and people compared her ass to a fucking turkey. Oh, like, they would call you Miley Cyrus like, in, in high school because of that? Yeah. You know, and at first when I heard that, I was like, damn, that's a compliment. She's hot, you know? Yeah. And then I found out why. Oh, you're like, shit. What? That did not boost my confidence. No, not at all. This definitely wasn't at the boarding <laughs> school, I'll tell you that. No, no. No. Boarding school had no standards. That's just so funny, though. That. Now those guys that. are looking back, probably sliding your DMs. No. No? <laughs> no? You know, it's so funny. I really, I, I have the very, I like the same people that are very consistent in my DMs. I don't get like new people. What's your DMs look like? Like random people. What are the DMs I really look don't. like? I know. What, what, what's the cringiest DM that you have right now? Let's let's see. Or is there one that kind of sticks out to you? Because I know guys out here are crazy. Didn't you post one the I, other I like... day about? Uh... Okay, keep going. I, I yeah, you, you post... know what's funny? I have like a whole photo album. Maybe you have a photo. Do girls do this? Girl, I know girls take notes of stuff like this. The photo album. Yeah, I haven't heard I of that like... one before. You girls keep receipts on everything. I'll tell you that. There's probably 18 group chats I'm in of like some dumb shit I've said on some social media thing or text or something. I'm not really proud of okay. that. Okay. But... Here's one. And it's so simple. 
so basic. Okay. It makes me cringe. Okay. Because it seeks desperate. Okay. And, uh, Tell me. I'm, I'm a guy messages me. He's like, hope everything is good, though, love. Don't be a stranger, wink face. Here's why it's cringe to me, okay? Yep. Don't be a stranger. I know what I can and can't do. Like, mm. <laughs> there that, obviously has been a reason why I have been a stranger. That's and then fair. you had to say that. Mm. It's like the very tiny things make me cringe and turn me off. And it's like, I probably, you know, I mean, I don't know if I'm. Or like when guys, I post a, a like a full body shot and I look tall, you know, hello. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I'd love to climb that tree. Oh, no, you can't do the climb the tree one. Yeah, that's really awkward. Yeah, that's not. The I way don't to even do know it. what to say back to that. I just, I don't, I don't respond to a lot of them. You should just say that the, um, the branches are weak and you'll fall or something. I don't know what you can say back to that. I don't know if guys, I didn't know guys still say that to girls. Man, I don't know. Jump, jump, boy. <laughs> well, <laughs> going back to shoot or shoot, and they are shooting a lot of bricks and air balls out there. <sighs> that's like in the club. The guys, they say they don't. They say the most crazy things because. Obviously, if you're doing the VIP hosting and you go up to the tables, it does, in a way, make you look like, where the hell do these girls come from? Um, did you just, like, find them? Are they working girls? And I'm just like, oh, my God. So my <laughs> thing is, is, like, I find it very disrespectful no matter what, even if you think that they're working girls, yeah. uh, aka prostitutes or whatever, which I am not. Yeah, that's it. But... A emphasis on but they have the audacity to even say something like this guy he one time was closing out of his tab and he spent about like twelve thousand dollars okay and he goes twelve thousand dollars my god for twelve thousand dollars i could buy you and a couple of the other girls here i go wow that really came out of a grown man's mouth yeah that's uh pretty wild i mean everyone has a price tag but not twelve thousand dollars for three four four girls I mean, I yeah, awkward. Yeah, you're like, what? Uh, it's not gonna do it for yeah. us, guys. Sorry. If we were trying, was that like you hitting on me? Was that your you saying like I want to take you home? It's yeah. not gonna work for me. Let's try harder. <laughs> Let's try harder. <laughs> Bring it back. Okay. <laughs> what uh? What is the dating like out in Scottsdale? Like you move into a new city and like you're the new girl on campus. What are the difficulties in that, and what are the what are the pros and cons? There's always going to be a new girl on campus, though. It's Arizona. Yep, hundred percent. I mean, it's just it is what size. it is. It's Arizona, Charlotte, um, it, everywhere's everyone's moving everywhere. How's the dating life? You know, I work a lot, just in general, or like always have to do something. Because there's a scene you know? out there. Yeah, there's a scene out there. So. I haven't really put energy forth like dating. Yeah. No, that's fair. Like someone, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'll put it out there that like. Where are we going? So there is this one person uh, that I'm talking to. Uh, okay. But we're not dating. Everyone thinks that we are. Yeah. But we're not. Uh, and the reason why we're not is because, honestly, here's why. And it, it may sound bad, but it's very, very true. And it's being very honest. Um, I know I'm ready to date when my eyes aren't wandering. Ooh. 
I like that. You know, like if I'm still you always find other people attractive, but I'm saying the different type of wandering of like seeking to find like an emotional connection of some sort that you could build off of or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, Can you see yourself? So when you say that, do you think you can build up to that where you're not with this one person? Maybe not this one person, but for example. I don't know. I don't want to say yes or no and like put that out there. Yeah. But, but we'll see how it goes. Like, do you think I have, I was going to just say like in a generic example, if you don't have that, like right away, do you think that can build up to that or cause I'm Most definitely okay. Cause I feel the same way. Like if I, I had a re- situationship in Tahoe and like, same thing. Like I kind of knew it was toxic as all hell and I'll get, there's some shit on that later episodes, but I just wasn't, it wasn't all doing it for me. I was still, like you said, like searching or my eyes were wandering yeah. into like, not like, a tr- like, Oh, that girl's way hotter. Or, no, just like I wasn't fulfilled in that. And I feel like once, if that doesn't get built up over time, then you kind of just got to, you it's an L you have just wash it. I don't know what your time limit is, but I know mine's like two months. I don't have a time limit. Yeah, that's fair. So yeah. See, uh, did he take you to cheesecake factory? What the fuck? Have you ever been to cheesecake factory? <laughs> I used to work there. Have you heard about the cheesecake factory dilemma in the world right now? No. Some woman wouldn't let, was like going on a rant and walked out of a date on a first date because a dude took her to Cheesecake Factory and like made this whole viral wow. thing about it, which I think is absolutely ridiculous. You can take me to a food truck for all I care. Right. I just Not want the good... kind that gets me sick the next day, yeah, but... Not like a Bali food truck, like in Bali where you're all sick, but yeah. just give me some food. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I can spend I just have, you know, stomach issues with like fast food because I really for majority of my life never had it. Swear Lucky to God. you. You're gonna taco bell down but, the street. Yeah, I know. I saw your little video about that. <laughs> you know it's so funny. I have a funny video about Taco Bell. I was actually in Beaverton, Oregon one time and I was going to my cousin's place and she wanted the Cina Cinnabon delight thingies mm-hmm. from Taco Bell that they have. Okay, right? Uh-huh. Yep. So it was late at night and I was getting those for her and yeah. it was after high school, after boarding school and everything. Right. Yeah. And the, these, these girls that don't like me, um, they saw me, oh, say no, they working. saw me at Taco Bell cause they were the car in front of me. So when it was my time to go up and get my food, they blocked me in. Once I got my food, like I could not leave. No. So they blocked me in, I know. And so the lady, there was a worker that came out and said like, hey, you guys need to go. So they just pulled up far enough to like let another car go by. So I just zoomed by them, whatever. I go, I go down the one way, I get to the red line, they're following me. I shit you know. They roll down their window and they start throwing fucking bean burritos at my car. No way. <laughs> I you swear didn't get, to God. You didn't get egg. You got bean burritoed. <laughs> I, I felt like pitch perfect. I got shot by a flying Mexican burrito. <laughs> 
That is. Oh my god. The the worst part is the funniest part is those girls went back to Taco Bell and ordered bean bean burritos again because they're like, fuck, we don't have any of the food that we need. I'm just like. What so it's on them. Hey. Those girls were like, I'm gonna. Thing, that's girls, what happens. Blessing. Karma. You be a bitch, yeah, and then karma. you gotta go spend more money because you wanted to waste your food on my windshield. Yeah. Maybe they got karma in another way, but yeah. They probably did. They probably did. Shut you know? <laughs> <laughs> what does uh, your future look like in Scottsdale with the photography, the art gallery? Um, what's that look like going forward? So this art gallery, I'm really excited about this art gallery, uh, the Roses Portfolio. It's um, an online gallery where you can buy full art pieces um, online, but they're high end. Um, so they're for actual collectors and actual buyers, um, that want, have artwork from all over. So, uh, we're, we're signing artists that are from London to LA to, you know, South Asia or whatever, you know, um, cause we're going to be traveling, um, to, to meet these people and this and that and so forth, but it's real authentic one-of-a-kind artwork. So, for example, um, I have a book, and I've already sold some of them as like a uh, little sneak peeky yeah. type of thing. But this art, this art gallery has been in the works for a while. Um, so when I did that, I held off. So now I only have um, 25 copies that are going to be certified authentic ones. So the ones that people got were like the books that were, I don't know the right word for it. And I don't want to try to butcher it. Yeah. Um, they're like the, well, they were authentic the though. Yeah. They were like the sneak peek books, but now that's going to be these, online. These ones are going to be just 25 copies switched up a little bit. Um, certified authentic pieces. Limited um, edition. And you get a maybe. certificate. Yeah, you get a certificate that comes with it that proves it and everything. Um, but it's exclusively uh, sells original artworks by artists that it uh, represents or partners with uh, from all over, like I mentioned. Yeah. Uh, can, so it's really cool. Can, and can I find this online yet or no? You can right now. Um, we're just switching some things up so i won't share that okay um, i'll plug it later people, yeah you can we'll share the instagram yeah yeah we'll do that um but um yeah a lot of a lot of amazing busy things are happening but this art gallery also will have pop-up events so we having ones in like new york in la london Ooh, that's gonna be so fun to travel yeah just I'm just naming the most basic places right now because, yeah. you know. Yeah. How did you, can you share like how you got into that space? Like obviously you're in photography, but like how did this opportunity come about for you personally? So, and how did you take advantage of it when it did? The CEO, an amazing artist, uh, Garrett Gassman, uh, has been my friend since I've been ooh, 13, 14 years old. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, he is, uh, he's been a photographer and, um, I modeled, so he used to take my photos and this and that. Uh, he's also black and white. Um, 
so that's we've kind of always just bonded over that and um we're very similar in a lot of ways too um about how we view art and the importance of it and how far um we want to take art you know and share it with other people so um we just you know kept in contact and yeah, one thing led know. one thing led to another. One thing led to another. That and one then, business idea just kind of kept sprouting and watering it and growing. Yeah, he. I would definitely say he had the business idea. Um, he wanted to start it all. He brought me on as the COO, um, just because I fulfilled that role. Um, but yeah, he's amazing individual. <laughs> I love that for you. Me. That's exciting. Thanks. A lot of stuff on the horizon for you. And I can't wait to yeah, see you traveling just, too, to do what you love, which is awesome. It's like a dream for a lot of people. Yeah, that's, um, I have to say though, and I started traveling more for work once I did the one-way tickets. Once I just kind of said the once in the, once in a blue moon, fuck it, you know? Yeah. That, and you meet people and you make more connections and you go off of that. That's how you do it rather than just sitting back and thinking that it's going to fall in your lap. I don't think anything just falls in your lap. 100%. To be honest. Okay. You got to like, you, you got to build a network and like take, like not take advantage, but cultivate those relationships and see what, how you can help them because you truly appreciate them and your friendship. It's like, Friends yeah, that have, have businesses, it's grass. like, yeah, water the grass. And like, hey, how can I help you further do this or whatever? And then when you need some help, it just gets reciprocated. And I think like yeah. a lot of people don't, especially with people who just stay in the same area and don't travel and don't get out of hometown, your circle's so small, which is good because yeah. you have a lot of deep-rooted connections that can help you in ways. But you just see a lot different perspectives of life when you're in Mexico living or in Scottsdale or sure. you're just across the country in a whole different culture. And that's not taking anything away from where we're in Portland, Michigan, like that's not taking anything away. Each to their own. Yeah. And it's great. I still love all my friends who live there and they're all helping each other build what they want to build, which is great. And I love seeing yeah. that. And shout out to those costs zero dollars to support somebody. Yes. And their dreams. That's what I, I want. Unless you invest in something, like that's different. But. Yeah, like if you invest some money into a business <laughs> idea and venture and plan and stuff, which is different. But just like an easy words of encouragement. Advice, advice. a repost, a comment. Yeah, it's super easy. Whatever it is. I wish more people thought yeah. like that too. Because they're like, some people just don't understand that, which is, it's fine, but that's... Well, I was always raised, no man is an island on its own. I like that. Yeah. Is that kind of... I, I don't was, really know what that means. Yeah. My mom always said that. And then she said that it always meant that you're always going to need help from somebody. Hmm. Yeah. Moms. That's good advice. Now I'm like d contemplating like deep thought over here for a second. I know. That... Self-realization. <laughs> Self-realization. Seriously. Is there, huh? is there a quote that, like before we kind of wrap this thing up, is there a quote that you live your life by? I do not have quotes at no. all. I am more like a visionary type of person. 
I vision something and I live by that. What? So I'm like, and like do the actions to get to that vision. Yeah. Well, what's the vision look like now? Necessarily. Do you have a vision right now? You know, it's so funny. So, um, like I love the movie Molly's game. Love that movie. Okay. So good. I could watch it over and over because you like just realize more, right? Yeah, player X. And when it first came out, I was like, man, I want to work poker games. I want to go to poker games. I want to learn that. Now I am. Are you? Yeah, well, to an extent, you know, Dude, let's not get cracker. I used to but I used to uh play my brother plays poker for a living for like ten years, twelve years now. And I used to play poker. Yeah, now for it just like really pops up more. It. Yeah, when I was in Nashville for work, um, it was just like poker popped up. And when I was in Mexico, poker popped up. No way. I think it's just like whatever I vision. Like I loved that movie. I still do. Yeah. And I think about it just like being the role of like that strong, very intellectual type of individual, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think I visioned just so much that I kind of just like manifested poker. <laughs> you know? Yeah, just, like you're watching, you're just like kind of. I don't kidding. understand poker. Okay, I don't play it. But um, in that world, like I'm doing, learning. Yeah, doing like that. It's like, like I don't play in games, but I like to learn. So then maybe I'll I'll play a game or something. Yeah. But right now, oh my god, I'd be the first man out. So if I come to Scottsdale, you have a game for me. Um, maybe, I maybe. I don't know. Well, if you come to Charlotte next time, you're in Charlotte, uh, I can show you a couple of tricks in the poker world. That's for sure. Okay. Cool. My brother used to just like make me play him in poker like all the time, like really, literally. For like, is he like a is he a gambler now? Uh, I mean, he owns a couple of businesses now. Uh, that didn't answer my question. Yeah, I mean, he owns a couple of businesses, <laughs> but he he plays. I mean. He plays poker for a living. Like oh, he's at sweet. the casino. Like he's been doing it since wow. 2011, probably. Um, wow. Yeah. He, I don't know if my luck is that good. I mean, comes down to a lot of math, and he gets it, and he does a lot of he. Yeah. He dives into he, like he's obviously dive dove yeah. into it, but he's like the YouTube university type of guy. Yeah, like he like Watches walk into videos. his room, he has a whiteboard full of everything. Like every stat, every session, yeah. I'm just like, that's fucking that's sick. It. Yeah, it's like yeah. dope that he like found something he loves, makes a uh an income off of it and got to have, spends a lot more time with his kids because his obviously not yeah. playing during the day and he's stoked, but I do I need to get up into a poker game out here in Charlotte. Um it's been way too long for me. That's for sure. That's fun. Yeah, it's kind I of. I like this whole podcast was like a little like, who the hell even is Lexi? Who is Lexi Ray? Thinking, yeah. That's kind of that's well, we, that's kind of what we need it to be though. You got you're starting yeah. a, the whole gallery thing. Your book. Can, so your book is right. Can you buy your book online? You will be able to if you want to spend money. I mean. We're not having fucking. We're not giving shit out for free around here, Lexi. Yeah, but there. I do just want to emphasize, um, the artwork that we're selling is very high end, so it is. You know, instead of a couple hundred, it goes for a couple grand. Yeah, is that your book? Like the book so, that you 
you have as well like wrote and because i know you wrote some stuff right from your i wrote my book i designed my book i took the photos of my book oh okay so you... i spent a total of like almost two years just like a year and eight months or so see okay i had it totally backwards i was like thinking like a book not like an art book I, I like I knew it was an art. It, I would say it's more like a it's like a magazine type. So it's like a coffee book table. Um, you can kind of go through it, read it, look at the images. Um, but it, it's way more about like if you read it and you sit and think about what I'm actually writing, mm -hmm. it's way better. Okay. So it's not just like oh that sounds good. Yeah. Like oh, I wonder if she felt like this or because it's real. The writing in the book is for my actual diaries throughout my life. I'm a big writer, so I have about 28 journals now throughout my entire life. Um, Damn. That are filled page front and back. Do you so. ever go back to the, like, just grab one randomly and see where you were at in 2015? Sometimes, but I try not to. Yeah. Because, you know, going back to, like, boundaries, I have boundaries with myself, like, I'm a big person. Like if I dwell on something and look back at it, I will have that thought in my head for a while. And then that thought creates that manifestation. Right. And then I see resemblance of something that could relate to what happened in the past and come to present, you know, and yeah. I just try not to do that. And that's weird. Everyone's different in their own life, but I've realized that about my life. So that's why like, I don't keep exes things. You know? Yeah, no, for sure. Dude. Like y'all can have that or it's getting thrown out. I, uh, <laughs> I actually <laughs> saw a girl at the gym the other day wearing one of my shirts. Oh my God, that's. I was dying. And like, we're like friends, like we're like homies, like whatever, like go up, dap up. Yeah. But I was like, I like what up? I was like, hey, how you doing? Like, and I was like looked at down at the church. She's like, oh my god, I knew this was something. I was like, oh no. Oh yeah, so she didn't know. She forgot. Wow, she's had that for a minute. Oh dude, I mean, yeah, I think we were like, it wasn't like a sleepover thing. Like it was random get together. She spelled red wine on her shirt, and then I Type didn't. Of deal. Yeah, it wasn't like a two X T shirt that she slept in. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> so let's let's spicy. preface let's preface that. <laughs> I love spicy stories. Yeah, we I mean we all do. We all do. <laughs> but is there anything you want to add uh before we wrap this up, Lexi Ray? Any words yeah, of advice for those young twenty twenty one year olds trying to figure out how to chase yeah, their passion? So far from me. Well, I People mean you at just work are dying. It. I mean, yeah, I made it. Woo. People at work are dying to know my actual age, and I just don't share it. Aren't you 23? No. Oh. <laughs> 20. She's 22. She's 22. <laughs> She's 22. No, I'm not. I'm older than that. Okay. I'm not going to make you say it on here. It's all good. I'm old enough to know better and young enough to learn. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, kill him. Ooh, kill him, Terrio. <laughs> kill him. Yeah. Kill him. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, like, honestly, though, like, kids thinking about moving, not kids, young adults, done with college, whatever, they're kind of, like, worried about going off into the real world and buying that one-way ticket, chasing their passions because of the societal norms or whatever. 
like what would you say to them if they're they're me right now if i had if i was asking you like how do you how do you do it or what's the mindset um don't react off of a sudden emotion but move with knowledge hmm. so like I could be really mad right now. And a reaction could be like, okay, I'm done with this podcast, blah, blah, blah. And I leave. And it just like comes off as like, oh, I'm a bitch. And I'm, that's rude, you know? Yeah. But I could think like, okay, I could be irritated right now, but fake it till you make it. And then once yeah. he's done, then have my moment. I say my, my three minutes of just like being in a little show. And then I have to allow myself to get out of it. Um, so don't make but like then when I'm done. What? No, I'll just say just like the irrational decisions that we make, especially like at a younger age. Yeah. It's like So like when you're on Instagram scrolling, you see people that are like, Oh, I moved and you you can do it if I can do it. No. <laughs> no. Don't just be like, Okay, I'm booking my one way right now. No. I might have bought, got my one way tickets, but I always thought you know, of my two A and B plans and C is if anything goes wrong, what's my exit plan? Yeah. So that's kind of how I think about it. Yeah. It's kind of, so it is like, I mean, Charlotte, the way I moved to Charlotte, that all happened within like a week. I got my old roommate. Gosh, she's a bitch, but <laughs> I, got, I, I mean, I'll say that loud and proud for real, but, um, I made sure to get her gone. And so I didn't have to, I just couldn't allow that to be out of my life. And then once that was settled and done, then I allowed myself to be like, all right, I'm going to switch it up. I've always wanted to move to Arizona. I'm going to do it. So I literally broke the lease, sold everything, sold my car, everything I owned was everything I could fit in my friend's van with my mattress on top. <laughs> and she let me stay in her living room for two months with my mattress on the floor. I just lived in her living room for real. That's I a love good her. friend. Madison. She's freaking amazing. Shout out Madison. Um, shout out Madison. Shout out Madison. For real. Legend. Um, but then from there, it was just everything kind of happened within a, a blessing where I am now. I would say I am very, very blessed by God. I love that for you. I love that. Thanks. You're welcome. Same. And like, kind of like where, what you said earlier, it's like having those plans, but also realizing like you can always go back home and it's okay. Like if you leave home Fuck or you no. leave. Are you fucking kidding no, me? No, it's like, it's okay. No. Like if, if you went to Scottsdale, like say like for me moving to Maui, it's like I couldn't make it. My, I can go home for a month and figure it out and then leave to go somewhere else. Like. Oh, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, it's all good. Like, yeah, if you go try something it's else, it's like you have your, your, there's a fallback, um, which is, there's a safe, like fallback zone for some people. If you don't have that like your blanket, yeah, security like blanket. blanket yeah. Like a security, security blanket. blanket. And I, like, I luckily yeah. had that. So I was like, yeah, I'll go to Maui or Tahoe. It's like, if, yeah. if everything falls I would apart, say, but it's also not yeah. nice not to have Are your, then is you your family in Maui? Uh, no, like my mom. My mom, my brother, and my my dad are in Michigan. I have two really close friends that I call brothers that are Luke and Lance who got me to Maui yeah. and 
did the same thing. I lived on uh, Luke's couch for the first two months. And yeah. that's why I'm like, shout out, shout out Madison, because it kind of makes it a lot yeah. easier to set up what you need to do and not stress about some things it's that it. It helped could. a lot. You need good friends in your life and keep cultivating yeah. those friendships. You, you just need your core people. I always say like, oh, they're your friends. They're someone I know of, but I like friends. Mm -hmm. It's gotten to be a very defined word for me recently. That's fair. Yeah. I don't just say anyone's friends because not everyone's friends. Yeah. My thing. Because what's the definition of friends? True. Think about it, folks. Think about that. What is the actual definition of friends? Are you asking me? No, well, I'm just thinking out loud. If you know that, I okay. mean, probably sharing a bond between with someone that is pretty unbreakable. That you're there for them to support them and whatever it is, yeah, it has to I'm do like, something with being a genuine person. Yes, hundred percent. Like I'm like I'll just kind of winging that off the top of what a friend is to me. Yeah, being a genuine person, and I think I've come to that same realization lately too. Is like there's a lot of acquaintances in my life, like. Everyone's like, sure. you know, we all know a lot of people, but like friends, I mean, there's a handful, like I'm sure it is with you. And I call my friends yeah. a lot. Like if I call you once a week, once every month, you're probably in my top. You're up there. Yeah. Like, and I'm, I've been a lot. Not that the others aren't important, but I'm saying like, they're I, not within my yeah. reality that I see every day, you know? Yeah, that and like I kind of stopped calling, and I also stopped doing that with people too. Like I stopped calling people and see who would call me, and it's been great. It's like kind of for real. It's like if I've realized, um, I stopped when I stopped talking to a lot of people, just completely. I've realized a lot more people would only reach out to me because they wanted something, yeah. or I could help them with something, or like to try to get to somebody through you know whoever. Right. It was just, and it made me feel really weird. Yeah. I cringe really bad. Like, when I watch this video, I'm probably going to cringe. <laughs> but that shit makes me cringe, okay? Because, like, it's all about how you go about it, too. And when you feel entitled to something, that's when you lose me. 100%. None of us are entitled to right? shit. No. No matter how much money you have or how cool you think no you are. No way, Rico Suave. <laughs> no matter how good looking you are. Yeah. <laughs> well, stay genuine, folks. That's what we're saying. And call your fucking friends. Or don't call them and see yeah. if they call you. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you coming on and sharing a little bit of your story and insights on your Thanks. new home and what's going on with you and the art. A world. little brief about me. Yeah, a little brief. We're going to have the cup have you come back on when uh the art things in full effect and you do if have a couple like me. if you have a couple of trips already under your belt yeah. for the other things i'm kind of interested to hear that and stay in touch with maybe it maybe do the podcast while i'm on a trip down 100 percent. let me know how london Ooh. is london's cool city yeah i went yeah you're gonna have to see the passing of the guards in london all the all the touristy things oh, yeah. to do yeah. But yeah, I appreciate uh -oh. you. I'm glad that uh, we stayed in contact after everything, and I wish nothing but yeah. the best for you. Thank you, Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, shout out Facebook Marketplace for the yeah. connects. Now, don't I buy don't know shit. what you bought. I bought like a like a it's like a drawer thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that you came to my house 
uh, that night before we were going out, me you and You had nothing. And I had nothing in my house. And you're like, oh. That, that's what made me more nervous. I was like, what did I really get into? You're like, you're like oh, yeah, no wonder you needed that. And, and like, then your yeah. friend joined, and I was like, that happened. It is happening. Yeah. This is happening. Yeah, and then his wife came. Yeah. yeah, that shit was funny. But yeah, nothing but good yeah. but love for you on this end. And stay in touch about it all. If you need anything on my end and updates on Charlotte that you don't need, uh, just give me a call. Well, thank you. You can have the insights. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate you. Yeah, for sure. I like talking. Hopefully uh, they like listening to us talk. Yeah. I have no idea, dude. I wing that entire thing. Perfect. Right on. That's all we need. Do you need to plug anything before we get out of here? Besides, plug anything? Yeah, like Instagram on anything, or we'll just I can just plug it in later. Yeah, do your thing. Okay, I'll get all the info that where you can find Lexi's yeah. book, artwork. It and it's not hard to find me if you really try. The yeah. guys don't have any ideas. You're gonna have a just couple. Have to spell my name right. Yeah, the, I'm not gonna say how to spell her name. Actually, I might. Yeah. I might in the Instagram. Who knows who's gonna hop in your DMs? All my friends, you guys are, you guys are savages and sharks. She's not interested. Yeah. She's talking to somebody. It's okay, I'll go neck to neck. <laughs> you have to like really impress me or like stump me. I have a buddy that lives in Scottsdale now. Actually, that I just thought of, it and you need to meet him. Okay. He's a legend, not in like a dating way, but send you need him to. My way. I'm gonna send him your way because he's the man. <laughs> he's one of my best friends, and he's insane, like in a great way. I love it. All right. Well, we will connect right. soon. I appreciate you. Right. Another episode of Word, Bible. word. I appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God.